Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, a podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get into this week's Rewind, we want to ask you to follow us on Twitter, I guess. Uh, we are at MCU underscore Rewind. Um, or just, just never follow us there, so that way I'll convince myself to stop doing the ad for, for that one. Really, the thing that we want you to do is to give us a rating. Please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app, and then tell your friends about it, or in the opposite order. Either way, as long as we get that rating, that would be awesome. Uh, also, uh, this is normally when I would tell you that we are doing uh, these things called scroll episodes uh, at the end of every month. However, we've changed that, and I don't think that we have officially told you that. So just a heads up, we are no longer doing scroll episodes at the end of every month. Uh, we are still going to do them. Uh, we're going to do them one episode before we start a new TV show season. So as an example, what that means is right now we're in the middle of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we're also in the middle or just starting uh, this week's rewind of Avengers Infinity War. So uh, after this and then the couple episodes of finishing up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., then we move into our next TV show. So we will do a scroll episode in between that, um, which is a little bit weird, but basically it just comes down to less less of those episodes and if you have any ideas of what we should do for those let us know on twitter at mcu underscore rewind or send us an email at mcu rewind at gmail.com and with that all out of the way today we are starting our rewind of 2018's avengers infinity war this is the (laughs) this is the first third of the film so it's the first 54 minutes so it's the start uh, to where Thanos leaves nowhere with Gamora. Uh, this premiered on April 27th of 2018. And we thought it would be important to, as usual, do a summary of this very little-known film that I'm sure no one saw. So just a summary to refresh your uh, memory. Thanos attacks the Asgardian refugee ship in search for the Space Stone. Most of the Asgardians uh, there are already dead or incapacitated. Loki takes uh, this chance to try a few gambits. First, unleashing the Hulk on Thanos, who uh, uh, is easily defeated. Secondly, he tries to kill Thanos himself. This results in Loki's death, probably not the way he expected it to go. Heimdall sends the Hulk to Earth uh, before Thanos kills him too. He then destroys the ship, leaving Thor and taking his allies with his newly acquired Infinity Stones. Bruce lands in the Sanctum Sanctorum, where Stephen Strange and Beyonce Wong quickly uh, get Tony Stark and explain what the Infinity Stones are. Before Tony can call Steve Rogers for help, they are interrupted by an alien spaceship coming down. Ebony Maw and Cole Obsidian fight the two wizards, Iron Man, and later Spider-Man for the Time Stone. Ebony Maw is able to capture the stone, but unfortunately it is still attached to Doctor Strange. Unbeknownst to him, Spider-Man and Iron Man were also able to get on the ship. Meanwhile, in space, the Guardians of the Galaxy literally run into Thor. After reviving him, Thor and Gamora bond over family issues before Thor leaves with Rocket and Group to Nidavellir to get a new Thanos-killing weapon. Uh, The rest of the Guardians then head to nowhere. You know, the giant head in space, not literally going nowhere. Uh, Where the Reality Stone is hidden. They think they can get there before Thanos has the stone, but uh, when they arrive, they see him, and it's an illusion! Thanos takes Gamora, despite Quill trying to fulfill his promise to kill her. 
In Scotland, Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive attack Wanda and Vision in an attempt to take the Mind Stone. Wanda Vision fight hard, but they are outmatched uh, before Black Widow, the Falcon, and the hero formerly known as Captain America defeat these uh, uh, new enemies. Uh, then they get on a Quinjet, and Steve announces that they're going home. Which I assume is Brooklyn, because that's where Steve's from. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, that's that's his home, but home for for all of them. I don't, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I think we'll see I that. Mean, in the, Kobe the is not part. there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, I don't know if that's yeah. If I think Sam lived in D.C. and then mm-hmm. Vision was on the top of Avengers Tower that got sold. So, really. I mean, I guess anywhere, right? I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's a dart, right? They throw a dart at board. That's home. Or, right. or we'll, they're, we'll they're just out. going to America in general, because with exception of Wanda, that's where they're from. Well, I mean, Natasha's from Russia. I don't know. We'll find out where they're going next week. That's not what we're talking mm-hmm. about right now. <laughs> exactly. And hey, um, really quickly, just something that I wanted to say, but did did well, just forgot to bring up. Um, just a reminder of what our spoiler policy is. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Um, as of today, uh, our spoiler policy is, uh, anything that has come out in the MCU, uh, as far as the films go, everything except for, uh, the latest film to come out, which was, why am I Guardians of the Galaxy latest? Volume 3. That's right. So we will not talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, I don't know why my mind was on Ant-Man 3. I don't, I, I knew that wasn't it. It just, that's what was coming to mind. All right. So uh, every other film we we might talk about, so we might bring that up. So just a heads up, full spoilers uh, on, on that stuff, maybe. So, yeah. All right. So before we jump into our fast facts, uh, when we do a movie, usually we'll talk about, like, our reaction to the movie back when it came out. So, Al, what were your thoughts? What was your experience like going to see Avengers Infinity War? I loved it. It was my absolute favorite film. Uh, I remember back when we did the predictions for this, because we that, that was the first time we did a predictions results episode mm-hmm. for, for a film. And when we talked about the, the results, I had said that, you know, it was my absolute favorite. Uh, I give it five stars with comments on why I give it five stars. And I stick mm-hmm. by that. It's... It is still to date my absolute favorite MCU film. Oh. Uh, I do think some parts are a little bit harder to watch in that I think they're that now that I know about them, I think that those parts are are a little more boring. I, I don't mean hard to watch like they're bad. I just mean like, all right, I know where they're going. I don't I, I kind of want to skip over this, but all right, that's fine. Uh, it's but it's still, you know, from minute zero to the credits, uh, I I love every part of this film and so the ending what's your problem I, with the post-credit scene because you only <laughs> like it to the credits i yep i only like it to the credits that's right uh no <laughs> nothing nothing with it i just didn't have a good way to to link that in with the time no no i i, I love the film um i think the ending is amazing and it's mm. i it, it's still it's powerful right just the the way that the film itself ends is just uh crazy i saw it um, like a year or so ago, I was flipping through the channels on TV, and mm-hmm. and that's you know, the last like half hour. So yeah, thought yeah, sure, why not? I'll I'll watch this, and it just it still hits every time I see yeah. that that ending, uh, which we won't be talking about today or uh, next week. It will be it'll be the week after, but yeah. Anyway, that's great. I love the movie. When I saw it, I wasn't feeling good that day. Uh, I actually took the afternoon off from work because I was feeling not too great. 
and I wanted to rest up for the film. After I saw the film, felt perfect, completely fine, nothing. So this movie also cured me of, <laughs> I don't know, it was probably allergies or something, but eh, whatever. I was feeling huh? great. All right. <laughs> How about you? Um, I really like the film. I don't. I did not like it as much as you do. Uh, I know this is your favorite Avengers <laughs> film. Um, I, I love this movie. It's not my favorite Avengers film. Um, yeah, I uh, went to go see it with my wife, which she doesn't love. She didn't go see all the Marvel movies with me, um, but she does love the Guardians of the Galaxy. So she went to see it because they were in it. Um, also, she uh, when we walked out, and, you know, the dusting happens. Uh, spoiler alert for the last third of this movie. <laughs> um, and, you know, people come out, like, usually people are excited and people are just, like, kind of depressed after the end of this movie because <laughs> it ends on such a downer. And my mm-hmm. wife starts to be like, I'm really get- glad I saw this with you because I would not have understand why you were so sad coming back from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Also, to date, she will not watch this movie again because she does not want to watch uh, Spider-Man die again. <laughs> so that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, I assume she saw Endgame where he's she no did. longer dead. Yes. Okay. She, okay. Just <laughs> she wasn't not going to go see that after this movie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Right. Yeah. So no, I really enjoyed this movie. Um. I I think and personally, I think there are some pacing issues. Um. Mostly because this entire movie is a third act. It's like action. It's just like, it felt, I know it's a two and a half hour movie, but it felt rushed, uh, where end game, uh, the obvious comparison, uh, is there are fewer characters. So there's a lot more time to breathe. So I, I find that movie more enjoyable. Also, um, I, I still get shivers when cap picks up the hammer, but we're not there yet. We'll get there in like a year or two or three. I don't know. <laughs> But I love this movie, but no, I don't love it as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually just kind of adding to that, um, I think that the way that you described it is probably a better description of why I think I enjoy this film a lot more, because mm-hmm. the entire film is is an act three. It's it's the end of, of something, and it's just nonstop, and that's, th- that's the thing that I prefer more, yeah. All right, that's fair. All right, uh, you ready to move on to the fast facts? Yes, I am. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude! You got super speed! I do? You didn't see that coming? Alright, what you got, Al? Uh, so I actually have quite a few, but I've put the majority of them with the different characters and sections, just because, like, I... Okay, that's right. I, I thought it would make a little more sense, but for contractually obligated reasons, I still have mm-hmm. at least one in uh in the fast facts section i actually have two for this first one but the other two are gonna have just one um okay so the first one is that uh the russo brothers have said that they're that they're they're um they're thinking of this movie their mindset was that this is thanos's movie this is his Mm -hmm. introduction and also like this is him doing his thing right as as we see right like we get him actually going across and and you kind of even though we as the audience see more of the heroes like yeah this is him doing exactly what he wanted and winning at the end mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah so he's a protagonist of this movie yeah that's probably the better phrase yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then the other one 
um, which I assume you probably have on your list, but I will mm. be taking it because I remembered to That's write fair. it down. Um, so uh, if you've ever seen Arrested Development, the TV show, um, the Russo brothers also worked on on that show. Uh, and so one of the characters from there, Tobias Fumke, it, it's been a while. Yeah, so I'm, I think so. I don't, and also, I don't know if I've ever said that name out loud, Fumke. Anyway, um, he's in the background uh, on Nowhere when the Guardians are kind of walking around and trying to fight Thanos. I can, but, yeah, he's he's in one of the pods in the Collector's um, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, he's he's in a pod. He's not like just hanging out in the background, like ready to go in and fight Thanos. That's, that's not. I mean, he's waiting no. for his call. I mean, <laughs> any moment. <laughs> He's back up. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are a lot of blue people on nowhere. <laughs> Nebula wasn't there. He was ready. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those, those are the only two I'm starting with. How about you, Tony? What have you got? Yeah, um, I've got quite a few. I've tried to, like, there's something obvious things I didn't put in here because I'm trying to spread them out for the other sections. Um, the title of this, Infinity War, based on the 1992 comic called Infinity War, <laughs> a miniseries uh, worth Thanos. Collects the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've got some facts about the children of Thanos. Uh, Ebony and Maw, Call Obsidian, Proximate Night, and Corvus Slave all appeared in New Avengers number 8, July 2013. Comic I actually read. I did not know that was their first issue. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, thing about the actors, uh, not a lot about the one for Ebony Maw. Uh, Tom Von Lawler. That's all I have. He doesn't have any really nerd creds. Uh, we've got uh, Proxima Midnight. Uh, actress Carrie Coon. Uh, she was in Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I have yet to get around to watching. Um, and then she was also in... Uh, she was the character Nora in The Leftovers. And if you haven't seen The Leftovers... Um, it's depressing, but it's a really good show on HBO. Ran three seasons. Um, I recommend it to anyone who likes to be a little depressed, but ends a little with a little bit of hope. So <laughs> that's that's what I hear. Everyone, everyone who recommends that show says the same same thing about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, so maybe maybe one of these days I'll get around to watching it. But I'm I'm just now finishing up Barry. So we'll see. Yeah, that's another show I need to watch. Um. We've got Corvus Glaive, uh, performed by Michael James Shaw. Uh, he played Mercer in The Walking Dead, which is a character that uh, appeared after I stopped watching The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> he also played Papa Midnight in The Constantine Show. And I believe it's on Peacock. If you haven't seen The Constantine Show, it's pretty good. It only ran for one season on NBC, but I that's probably one of my top non-Marvel superhero shows and then finally we have cole obsidian uh who doesn't actually have a voice he does have a character uh, actor terry notary um and terry notary is mostly known as a motion capture guy so he was uh king kong in the planet of the apes not planet of the apes i mean in the monster verse movies godzilla godzilla versus kong he was the um character choreographer for the planet of the apes prequel trilogy he also was in uh avatar like um the blue people avatar uh doing choreography for that he and he was the incredible hulk in the original in the 2008 incredible hulk the mcu one for all the motion capture because um uh i guess 
um, Edward Norton wasn't uh, feeling like being in a big green suit. I mean, that's fair, uh, but all right, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also in the comics, uh, Cole Obsidian is not his name. He's actually uh, named Black Dwarf in the comics. Uh, they changed it because, you know, the word dwarf isn't... Uh, people don't like that word as much nowadays uh, for little people. So I guess that's why they took it off. Cole Obsidian is actually a, the name of the children of Thanos in the comics. Like, the group is called the Cole Obsidian. Hmm. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That, that yeah. makes sense. I mean, I... I all right. I, I guess it makes sense to change that name. I mean, dwarves are a a race in that in, like in, show yeah, up like, in the Asgardian. Like, yeah. yeah. So like, I okay. All right. I or just, maybe, uh, or possibly, because I had heard that um, before. Mm-hmm. They might be apocryphal. Yeah. The other possibility is we don't want them thinking he's a dwarf and then Pierre Dinklage and later in this movie is a dwarf. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. The right. character. Yeah. Oh, thinking that he they're of the same group of people kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That all right. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Well. Uh to be fair, Cold Obsidian just sounds cooler. Is is a pretty cool name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um the first thing we hear in this movie is the Asgardian um asking for like uh help under attack. That mm-hmm. voice is Kenneth Branagh, the director of the first Thor movie. No. Oh. He also uh, known as he's played Gilderoy Lockhart in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, so he uh, acts also like anytime someone says, "Oh, that was the director." I always, I always forget that. Oh, yeah, directors can act also. Yes, he is. He's very much well known as like a Shakespearean actor. Like I, I, I know he's done at least like three Shakespearean adaptations. He also he directs and he's acted in other stuff as well. So, oh, okay, gotcha. Um, the scene with Bruce crashing into the Sanctum Sanctorum is from the Infinity War comic, uh, but in the comic, it's the Silver Surfer crashing in and warning them about Thanos. Ah. Um, also, straight from the comics is, uh, Drax and Mantis turning into cubes. Um, (laughs) I don't think they did two Drax and Mantis, I forgot to look up who they did it to in the comics. Cubes and, like, Ribbon, and it was more like an artistic choice of like how he can control reality, but here they literally did it. So mm-hmm. I thought it was creepier in this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I don't know if you have it in your, in your spoiler or in your uh, fast facts, but the, uh, the bubbles were also something that he did in the comics too. I did not know that because I do have a question like what's up with Thanos and bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just, he just like right. the bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple more. We got Stan Lee as the bus driver. So, got very obvious. And then we've got three superhero landings in this one. Uh, number 139 is when Spider-Man lands on the um, ship in his new Iron Spider suit. And then we get numbers 140 and 141 back-to-back. Uh, approximately midnight in Corvus Glaive. Uh, bust through the ceiling of the uh, the glass ceiling of the train station and do side by side superhero landings right before Captain America shows up. Uh, there are, and for anyone listening, there are literally hundreds more Easter eggs that I'm not going to spend an hour going through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and God, we're only on the first third of this film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We should actually talk about the film, I guess. <laughs> All right, then let's just move on to our heroes. 
it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know. It kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Oh, boy. All right. So, so I guess, uh, sorry, go ahead, Tony. Yeah. Do you want to explain how we're doing the heroes or do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, you, you do it. You, I think you are better at describing this. <laughs> All right. So there are, uh, like the title of this film, there are an infinite amount of characters in this movie. Uh, no, there's probably, <laughs> I don't know, like 20 <laughs> main characters in this movie. Um, we're not going to figure that out right now, but we decided instead of going character by character, we're going to go location by location. Like, for example, we're going to be starting on the Asgardian ship, and then we'll do New York, and then we'll do Scotland. Maybe not in that order. But I, it's just going to be way easier that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, let's start on that Asgardian ship after Kenneth Branagh uh, requests help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing, I guess, to remember is that... Uh, and and I, I guess I get why they did this, but this is after a fight this is after thanos and team have already beaten all the mm. uh asgardians who are willing to fight uh, including thor um which all right i guess considering how much was in this film i guess they had to minimize something <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah so uh yeah thor's lost his eye lost his sister lost his yeah. planet this week <laughs> Was it that long? Is that that? Uh, well, the post credit scene time, of the post credit scene of Ragnarok is Thanos appearing there. Yeah, I I never thought the post credit scenes were always were were time related. Like I just thought that this was a scene that happens at some point. So I I never assumed that it was like then that day kind of thing. Okay, I I I do like I like oh. unless <laughs> unless it. Um, unless it like definitely says it's been like a time jump like um, I mean going forward to the one I'm thinking about is Captain Marvel right now it's like we know there's some time between the snap and them like regrouping at the base but like logically there's no reason why there wouldn't be where there would be a time jump especially when you can travel faster than light yeah, I did wonder about that. I mean, also, yeah. I didn't know where they were going. That was the other thing. Earth. They never really said. They did? Did they say they were going to yeah, Earth? Yeah, they said they were going to Earth. Oh. They love him oh, there. I missed that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, true. Yes. No, that, uh, that's, that was a line that Thor says. says. Oh, okay. Because Loki's like, are you sure bringing me here? It's like, yeah, they love me there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. now I remember this. Okay. Um Yeah, okay, I guess. I mean, I also don't know, like, how long it takes to go, like, yeah, it's faster than like travel, but it's not immediate. It still takes some time. Like they have to do jump points and all that stuff, and you can't do so many points otherwise. Mm -hmm. We get that whole scene we saw in Guardians Two, so that, that that's why in my mind I was thinking like, oh, it takes some time. But I guess you're right. If if it was at least that same week, okay, that's still one really bad <laughs> yeah. week for Thor. Yeah, and mm -hmm. all of Asgard because look how yep. there weren't a lot of Asgardians left. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, 
And then his best friend, you forgot to mention that too, Heimdall. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, um. Do we want to put Loki in the hero section? Does, oh, that is a good question. Heroic sacrifice. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but yeah, I think I think given how much he has in this film, yes, I think it's fair to to say that he uh, can be upgraded to hero for this film. All right. So yeah, so this is like this is Loki's big scene. His only scene, frankly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's like, like he, what he says, he's not as guardian, but he's still Odin's son. So it's like finally synthesizing the two sides of him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he gets to use the line that uh Tony used on him, <laughs> which is we have a Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He oh, as soon as he thought of that, he was happy. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get to say this." Yes. <laughs> did, when when Thanos was attacking, did he run to the Hulk and say, "Just hide here until I say we have a Hulk"? <laughs> I was wondering about that. I actually, because I mean, because we see Thor off to the side, like he is he is beaten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't see the Hulk, so I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, and Thanos seems surprised at, at the Hulk attack. Yeah, but eh. <laughs> or it's like was Hulk asleep, and then he saw him coming up out of the corner of his eye. <laughs> yeah, he could have been fighting on a different level of the ship. That's, That's an option, I guess. I don't. I don't. That, I mean, that one don't just feels s- weird, but yes. Yeah, we also don't see like Chitari or other people than the um, the children of Thanos and Thanos himself. That's true. Yeah, later in the film, when we see Thanos doing this to, um, I forget what the planet was to uh, Gamora's to planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we see giant friggin' army. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe some of that's just the writing didn't work out. I don't know. Or maybe this is one of those scenarios where, like, yeah, they actually had a lot more, but they had to cut it for time because it's a two and a half hour movie. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or it's just like maybe Thanos and his the children of Thanos. That's really hard to say. The family <laughs> decided to uh, just do it themselves. There aren't a lot of Asgardians there. And compared to Thanos and I guess the rest of them, Asgardians aren't that big a deal. <laughs> I, I I'm assuming that he used that power stone. Because that was the first stone he got. And he... Mm-hmm. He's he's pretty strong with it, so I'm I'm assuming that he just like got onto the ship, and then just immediately lit everyone up with the power stone. Yeah, that makes sense. Every every unnamed character and who didn't jettison right away. Yeah, well, not not kill them per se. Maybe kill half of them. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Although, um, actually, speaking of. Since we're talking about the Hulk and Thanos, um, yep. talk a little bit about that fight between the two of them. And the the big thing to bring up, Thanos did not use the Power Stone when he fought the Hulk. Yeah, it's like he's definitely he's at least as strong as the Hulk and he is a much more skilled fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Hulk is just rage like he's yeah. uses his, his force. And I mean, considering the last time we saw the Hulk. He was uh, the champion, right? That um, mm-hmm. you know, in, in uh, Thor Sakaar. Ragnarok, he was yeah, he was the champion of Sakar. And 
So considering we can see what he can do, technically Thor beat him, but it took a lot of effort for Thor to beat the Hulk. And it took a lot less effort for Thanos to beat the Hulk. So I guess we can assume on a power scale level, you yeah, know, where where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he easily disposes of the Hulk. And then uh, Loki tries to trick him a second time. <laughs> like saying, I'll be your guide. I'll be your helper, even though I just unleashed the Hulk on you. Yeah, that that doesn't really work out for him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. this is a fool me once, shame on you situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is Loki's death in this, I think, is the most brutal death in the MCU so far. I just like, I can't think of one like they need to make it look really realistic. So we know Loki's dead and there's no (laughs) way he's going to come back in his own show in two years. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, not not coming back from that essentially, right? Because that's yeah. that's even a thing. They even had a line um, that Thanos says it, right? And I'm mm-hmm. got to scroll down my lo- notes because I put that for his section. But you know, when he, he kills him, he says no resurrections this time. Like, yep. you, you're not coming back, Loki. We already announced your your show. Did they actually? I don't know if they announced anything. I after. don't think they did. Oh, okay. Well, good. Um, all right. So yeah, he. As far as yeah. we knew, he was he was dead, because um, yep. I mean, I mean, first of all, yeah, true, he's not coming back; he's dead. Um, but also, I forget that Thanos knows about stuff in the greater universe. I don't know how mm-hmm. he knows, but he knows about that. Right? I mean, on one hand, I guess he knows that everyone thought Loki was dead after the first Thor film, because, like, I guess Thanos saved him. They made a deal. They never really went into details yeah. about that, but that, that was essentially what happened. Um, but I, I assume Thanos knows a lot more about Loki's life and stuff about him faking deaths and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, just Thanos knows about Tony Stark that comes out uh, up a little bit in, uh, in this film, but yeah. Yeah. I, I will, we'll get to that. I have theories about <laughs> yeah, how he knows yeah. about Stark. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, so Thanos takes the Space Stone and destroys the ship and flies away, or teleports away. Mm-hmm. Alright. Anything else? I don't think there's anything else on the spaceship. Uh, Heimdall. I'm going to put him guy in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, that's fair. Alright. Where do we want to go next? Uh, well, I mean, since Banner was sent to New York, let's let's go there. Um, and that was the next scene. So I feel like that's the good spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you think Tony proposed to Pepper at the uh, press conference in homecoming? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a good question. Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't think they, I mean, if I were to guess, I assume that he did something better right what in his mind would be better a lot more of a grand event probably hired uh you know specific catering for them at mm-hmm. some kind of retreat brought then, in mariachis like... uh which is weird because they were in canada you know something like that i feel like he would have done like a laser laser projection onto the moon or something 
Yeah, he could have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He he had a couple of suits come in, and they played like, um, oh, it's the game, like a three-card Monty kind of thing. And he was like, all right, I have a surprise for you. Choose one of these. And under it was under all three of them were a ring, but it was just which yeah. ring she was choosing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, that's the only part I disagree with. I think the rest were spot on, but he wouldn't do that with suits because of how Pepper feels about the suits. Mm. Okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah. All right, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they even talked like he's got his uh, nanotech uh, chess piece, I guess, and she doesn't like that right there. Yeah, yeah. He says it's just a container, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's container for the nanoparticles. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh he gets picked up by Strange. Uh Strange tells him like or uh not Strange, Banner tells him about uh that Thanos is coming and this Thanos mm-hmm. person is and stuff like that. And I like Tony's uh reaction just continuity wise. Like he says, This is it. This is literally what he's been dreading since twenty twelve and has been heightened by Wanda in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean yeah. Yeah, because we we saw. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just saying is I. It's a moment I didn't know. I never noticed before watching it with subtitles this time when we were taking notes. Like just talking to myself. Like oh crap. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's. It it explains his actions. You know, right after the Battle of New York, right with um, Iron Man three, how Mm -hmm. how he was reacting and he was just continuously building suits. Um, It explains why in Avengers Infinity War they wanted to. Build, you know, quote unquote, build a suit of armor around the world, it, right? Ultron, it's, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, both. you said Infinity War, Avengers Infinity oh, War. Oh, sorry, you mean Age uh, of Ultron. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. It, 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 Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. Uh, for some reason, Infinity War is on my mind, but I don't know why. I have no idea why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we see he's, I guess, kind of led. Uh, I, I, I still have no idea what his role was in. Uh, Captain America's Civil War with the military, but he, he had some kind of role. Either way, he he's moved up in in things, and mm. all of that is, yeah, because of the Battle of New York slash Thanos. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you? What's your opinion on uh, Strange and Stark's like rivalry? They're just two guys who are going to have a pissing contest every chance they get. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, eh, all right. They're both they're both good at their thing. They're both used to being the the best person in the room at what they're doing. The smart person. Yeah. At, eh, who, that, that's it. Who's yeah. the better Sherlock Holmes? Uh, well, I didn't see the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Uh, I always meant to. Uh, but every time I sat down to watch it, it was like, like an hour and a half for an episode, and I thought uh-huh. I'm not I'm not in the mood to watch a movie. So then I would binge watch like four hours of yeah something yeah. Um, so that that's what stopped me. Um, so I guess I'm gonna have to default to Robert Downey Jr. as the uh, better. You're wrong. I, I guess Benedict Cumberbatch okay. is way better. <laughs> oh, all right, okay. Yeah. Although I did watch um, the show back in the Tumblr days. When everyone was just posting about Doctor Who and uh, Sherlock Holmes all the time, so oh, okay. I, we'll see if it holds up ten years later or wherever it is. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah. So, is there anything else you want to talk about in Sanctum Sanctorum, or should we just jump to the street fight? 
Uh, no, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We get the description of uh, or we get the the exposition, right? They have mm-hmm. to tell us the audience what the Infinity Stones are. Uh, so we we get that finally after uh, what was it nine years when this this film came out of the MCU? Yeah. Um, or or actually so it was twenty eighteen, so it was 10. ten. Yeah. Yep. So so just two months shot one. Oh, oh no, like a week, one week shy mm-hmm. of of the official ten years. Uh, since the first Iron Man film came out. Um, yeah, they finally told us what these things are. I've been waiting. Uh, had been, at least. So glad yeah. that they explained it. Uh, um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's pretty much all that happens in that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they get uh, pulled off the street uh, by the donut ship flying down. Mm-hmm. Um, and one big thing I always notice, or people complain about as like a goof in this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that when Tony suits up, right? He takes off his glasses and the glasses disappear. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is nanotech. Couldn't the glasses be nanotech and they just got absorbed into the suit? I thought they were. I, I was watching them this time because I, yeah. I saw them disappear. And I thought, wait a minute, are those nanotech? And then I rewound 10 seconds. And I think it kind of happens like off camera, like the camera was looking at his, his chest when, when he had his hand down. But yeah. I thought, I assumed that they were nanotech. Okay, I mean, I I agree, but people are like, mm-hmm. no, it just disappears. Oh, big goof! Oh no, ruined movie, cinema sins type of thing. That's <laughs> well, like so much sci-fi stuff just happens in this in, in this series, <laughs> right? In all of these, and, yeah. and that's and that you think that's a problem? Like, no, just you can sci-fi the answer away for mm-hmm. a lot of these things, and uh, that's an easy one to do. Yeah. And if you can't, you can magic it away. Yeah, exactly. Because or God. Yeah, or he just dropped the glasses. But I like aren't these? The, they seem like the same glasses he gives Peter later. Um, they have the different AI inside of them. This one still has Friday. Um, yeah. But other than that, that's my assumption. Yes. Yeah. Which I'd never noticed before with this rewatch. That oh yeah, those are probably the same glasses. Other than the the AI. <laughs> Do you think? It was probably the costume designer, but I would like to think that uh, Robert Downey Jr. picked out those glasses because I think, frankly, they look kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> and then they're just stuck with them through Far From Home. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I don't. Eh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, yes, they they are stuck with those glasses. I assume because of that, they're like, well, we need to mm-hmm. link it in some way. So I guess this is an easy way to do it. Um, even though I'm sure the vast majority of people wouldn't even notice. Like myself, I didn't notice until rewatching this film just mm. now. Yeah, but the people who would notice are the loudest and most annoying. That is true, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they get ready to fight. Uh, Bruce, Hulk is not coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Throughout the yeah. entirety of this film. Mm-hmm. So we know that Hulk refuses. What's your interpretation? Is it more of a he's scared, more that he's pissed off a banner? Is it something else? What do you think? So when I first saw the film, my assumption was it was like a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was beaten by Thanos. It's like, I no, I don't I don't want to come out. I did that fighting stuff. I'm I'm good. No. Yeah. Um I think there's been an official answer from the Russo brothers 
which oh, is really? the other thing that I think. So, oh yeah. So I thought that I had heard them say, and, and this is always the hard part, right? Like when something in a film is left uncertain and then later the writers or directors say, oh, well, by the way, we just didn't put it in the film, but you know, X, Y, Z. I I always take that with a grain of salt. Like, yes, they meant to do that, but it's not in the film. So it can be changed yep. whenever, right? Like it, it can always be not what you said. Um, however, what they said is uh, the Hulk was just tired of always uh, fixing Banner's problems. Okay. I I mm-hmm. don't like that answer. I think it's the yeah. most boring answer. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. The answer I uh, thought of, I like, uh, have you ever seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog? Uh, I have, but only once and around the time it came out, so I don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> okay. Um, Nathan Fillion plays Captain Hammer, the quote-unquote hero, who is a terrible person. Um, but at the very end, so spoilers for a 15-year-old web show, um, mm-hmm. he gets shot by Dr. Horrible's laser and feels pain for the first time and just cannot cope. Just curls <laughs> in the ball and cries because he's been superpowered his entire life. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Thanos um, hurting Hulk is the first time he's been legitimately hurt and he's just afraid now. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go. The Hulk's actually a wimp. I I mean, yeah, he, he could be this. Mm-hmm. It's his first time, you know, at at that level, and it didn't work out for him. Yep. Um. So yeah. So, uh, as we usually do, we do we're going to do an excellent job talking about this action scene. Mm-hmm. They fight. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um. Do you want to bring Spider Man into this now, or yeah. are we waiting? Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's so, the next thing. Go ahead. Yeah. So he uh leaves yet another school trip. Mm-hmm. uh to to go <laughs> do his his thing um and like we see him swinging into action i i i have not counted it but i feel like we see more swinging into action in this film with spider-man than we do in at least homecoming and i don't remember about the other two i watched uh so when you say swing into the action though I, I watched No Way Home a couple days ago. Just for mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but I wanted to find what do you mean by swinging into the action? <laughs> well, um, like I I do not count that first scene where he's uh, swinging around with MJ. Um, so mm-hmm. I mean, swinging into action, like I don't know. I, I I probably need a better description than what. Like, just the cool swinging is really what I'm saying. Okay. Like, there, there's times where he's swinging, like, yeah, okay, he's swinging. But there's other times where, like, it just looks like cool Spider-Man mm-hmm. swinging. And I have no idea how to describe that. But I'm sure you know exactly okay. what I'm talking about. I know exactly how what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, good, you're good. you're right. Um, <laughs> no way home. I'm sorry, homecoming. It's mostly in the suburbs. There isn't a lot of mm-hmm. super uh, swinging action. Uh, mm-hmm. They make a joke about it. Yeah. Uh, and then they're in Europe for Far From Home. There is a lot of swinging action in No Way Home. Uh, mostly because uh, the second half of the movie, there's three times as many Spider-Man to do the swinging action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, the, I feel like if I'm thinking about the same thing you're thinking about. is like <laughs> that whole, the 
the climax of the movie at the um, Statue of Liberty. There's a lot of awesome swinging there. Um, mm. And the flips and all that stuff, the acrobatics. Yeah. Maybe that's really what I'm thinking of. A swing with some acrobatics. Yeah, I feel like there was some good swinging action in, uh, especially in the inside of the airport when he's fighting Falcon and the Winter Soldier in mm-hmm. Civil War. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, you know, when I he feel first like shows up a, in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. His his first two solo movies it just it doesn't take place in Manhattan. And that's why Spider Man doesn't work in any other city, other than like <laughs> there and maybe Chicago. But Chicago is not even as densely packed as New York. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing we get in this that I really enjoyed is because this is pre Far From Home. Um, his instinct instinctual usage of a Spidey sense. Mm-hmm. Or the Peter Tingle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is only the second time we've seen it. Uh, I think. I can't think of if we ever see it in Homecoming. But we definitely get it when he's dodging something that uh, I think Falcon is throwing at him. Or Winter Soldier is throwing at him in the airport scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then this with uh, uh, the uh, hairs on the arms standing up. It's like he obviously he doesn't control it, but he's still instinctually he's still a sense that he has. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. It, yeah, he knows something's going on, and, and, and at a minimum, just his his you know, there's some danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Talking about Peter and this, I this is my favorite Spider-Man scene in this whole movie, mostly because I'm not a fan of the Iron Spider suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't fully get rid of it in the next two movies, but they had reasons for him not to use it in his next two appearances. Yeah. Not, yeah, well, exactly. His yeah. two solo movies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was weird, though, actually, seeing the suit uh, that he had in Homecoming, and I mm-hmm. guess also uh, Kevin America Civil War. Uh, for some reason, I see that suit now and just think it looks so, so old. Something about it looks out of date. Is probably a better description. Something about that suit. I don't know why, but I I don't know. It feels classic to me. It's not as classic as the one we get at the end of No Way Home. Mm, okay, but it feels like this is how Spider Man should be. I know it's still a Stark suit, <laughs> but like mm. he should be in a fabric suit. And I I think that's one of the iconic parts of his look. The metal suit. It's just the metal suit bugs me. Yeah, it bugs me, it bugs me in the comics. It bugs me here. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, they or Wong pretty much gets rid of uh, Cole Obsidian, takes off his arm, continues the uh theme of people losing arms in uh the MCU. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ebony Ma doesn't care at all. everyone is completely everyone is completely uh disposable as long as Thanos gets his stones Mm -hmm. yeah yeah is he oh i mean i guess uh i was going to talk about ebony ma a little bit but we should save him for villains uh probably fair yeah yeah so the true uh one of the best heroes in the mcu uh saves uh strange a few times cloaky the cloak (laughs) (laughs) yeah i yeah i just feel like maybe this is the only time i feel like the cloak is cheating (laughs) 
<laughs> really, Doctor the Strange cloak was, was unconscious. The cloak was kind of cheating in the first Doctor Strange film, also. <laughs> like as soon as he gets that cloak, he's like able yeah. to fight off a handful of other people, other sorcerers, just because of the cloak. Uh, to be fair, they did say that the cloak is like some super awesome ancient uh, enchanted item. But mm-hmm. I, I can never tell when something is because earlier he was complaining to Tony Stark about leaning on the, what is it, the cauldron of the cosmos? And I have no idea what that does. It probably exists in the comics and I'm sure I can look that up online, but it just sounds like something that would have a lot of power. Yeah. Um, I I have a theory about what it does, but I need to look at the two items. <laughs> okay. Uh, because is it the same pot that uh, he tries to use against Caecilius and Caecilius says, you don't know how that works, do you? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I, I don't remember because this thing would... I don't think so because this thing was huge. Like this was okay. like as tall as as a person. Yeah. Okay. Because um, that thing that he doesn't know how to use, <clears throat> um, they use it in Multiverse of Madness. It shoots fireballs. Oh, oh cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So they get. Uh. Well, they take him up to space, and Peter gets beamed up, and almost dies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has the problem that Iron Man had in his first film mm-hmm. of uh, lack of air up top. Uh, also, yeah. I guess cold, but maybe, maybe think, not. Maybe he didn't have that that issue. I think he would die of lack of oxygen before the hypothermia hits. Probably. That's yeah, scary. that's a lot. Quicker. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, also. Uh, Tony sends him the Iron Spider suit, right? Mm-hmm. To save his life, Be- yes. To save his life, and because Peter probably did not repack the parachute after he used it in Homecoming. <laughs> Otherwise, he would just use the, that parachute. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about the parachute. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so uh, Tony and Peter go to space with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Should we keep with this group for a little bit in space? Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's talk about them a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's talk about them some more. All right, all right. So Strange is being tortured uh, by medical equipment, which I think is awesomely not awesome, but it's like <laughs> good, oh. good for you, Ebony Ma. You knew he was a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are are they uh, are they like two sides of the same coin kind of thing? Did did Ebony Ma uh, did he used to be a surgeon before I... he became some super sorcerer kind of guy? That that was when I was going to talk about Ebony Ma earlier. I was going to ask about the sorcererness. Is he just telekinetic uh, or is he magic? Um, he seems to know about magic, and mm. so honestly, I have no idea. But that's a good point because we don't see him doing like magic spells, just yeah. just moving stuff with his mind. Yeah, the reason I I think he's yeah, we just see him moving stuff with his mind. Like we see in Guardians Volume Two and later in something we can't spoil, a space magic user, that guy from mm-hmm. the um 
Sylvester Stallone's Guardians. Yes. Yeah. So I figured, like, if he were magic, he would be doing glowy stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so his his power is just moving stuff with his mind. All right. But he also just so happens to know about magic and that it exists. Yeah, I mean, these guys are probably pretty knowledgeable. The stones yeah, are basically been... magic. <laughs> True, yeah. I mean, they've been around the universe. They've they've seen some things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have looked up Ebony Ma's backstory. But it's too late now, because we're 51 minutes into this movie. Or into this recording. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, uh, it's up to Tony and Cloaky and Peter to save uh strange um yeah and and it's a good thing that the that spider-man has seen a lot of movies that's true i mean i don't think ripping a hole in the spaceship pretty much the alien method i don't think that's Mm -hmm. the method i would have gone with because it literally puts everyone in danger (laughs) yeah but i mean you have uh i mean stark will be fine because he's got his suit Okay. Um, Spider Man will be fine because he can he can uh, attach to something with a web. Also, he's got a suit. That oh yeah, that's right, that's true. Well, yeah, but he doesn't have like propulsion with the suit, right? Okay, okay. That, that, I guess I that's thought what you I were mean. just talking like, about breathing. Oh but yeah, you're yeah, right, you're right. There's that, but yeah, Stark can fly is is really where I was going with that. Um, Doctor Strange, well, he's unconscious, so not the best for him. Uh, but hey, you know they they have a flying cloak, so they can send the cloak to him, and that's about it. Okay, so pretty much they're just endangering Doctor Strange. Yes, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if Strange dies, as long as Ebony and Ma dies, the stone's still fine. Yeah, I- exactly. Um, I gotta say, Ebony and Ma really did just kind of die like a chump uh, in this scene. It's... He did. <laughs> yeah. He is the most powerful for so for like of the four of them. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess from like a storytelling perspective, yeah, you want to get that guy like out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, they save him. They shoot Cole City out of space. Actually, they use the same like musical tone and shot from Alien when we see the alien <laughs> get shot out of the space. He does. Al- Peter says it's aliens, but no, it's. Well, no, actually, they do it twice. Never mind. They do it in both movies. They do it to the just the alien in the first one, and then the the queen in the second one. So I guess he's still accurate. <laughs> okay, I will take your word for it because I don't remember those movies. I've seen them yeah. all. I don't remember them. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, so they decide not. Okay, so here's a plot hole that bugs me oh. after ending. Okay. Okay. Um, Steven says, can you fly us back to Earth or fly us home, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But Steven can use the portals to go from planet to planet because they do that in Endgame. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's stopping him from doing it here? I have one bad theory, but it really doesn't hold up to any scrutiny. Okay. Um. Shoot. I'm curious what it is. Uh, he, If he opens a portal on a moving spaceship... The portal will just go because the portal is stationary and the ship won't. But it's like it doesn't work because like planets also move, so it wouldn't work that way. 
Yeah, it, it would probably have the same amount of um, b- b- momentum. Yeah, so, okay. exactly. Um, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing. Um, maybe he just didn't think about it. Maybe he didn't know he could do it. Because he's never <laughs> or, been to another planet before. Or maybe it's like against... No, no, because they still do it in the game. I was going to say, maybe it's against wizarding law to teleport miners <laughs> and they can't bring peter with them but then they teleport him in the end game <laughs> yeah i'm going with he just didn't know he could do it oh, this is okay. new to him yeah that's that's all i got yeah uh okay. it's not like he does a lot of research right like we we know from <laughs> the second one from dr strange and the multiverse of madness that as the source of supreme he got a cool book that has a bunch of information that he did not read I he never did he ever become Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah, he's Sorcerer Supreme right now. No, he's not. Wong Sorcerer yeah, Supreme. No. Um at the uh, during oh. Spider-Man No Way Home, Mm-mm. he says that he is no longer Sorcerer Supreme because he was dead for 5 years. Oh. Okay, I thought you meant right now like modern past Multiverse of Madness. Okay, I Oh, sorry. Yes. Right yeah, now yeah, yeah, I'm moving. <laughs> yes, okay. yeah, right now Infinity War. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he didn't read his book, even though he is like a super fast reader. We learn in his solo movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He just didn't care. Yep, he sure. uh, there's some knowledge in there, sure, but he didn't need it yet. So why why learn it? It's it, no, he's good. He's fine. Wait, I actually have a theory. <laughs> okay, all right. What if these portals cannot transport Infinity Stones? Do we ever see him use a portal with the Infinity Stone in the first movie? And does he ever go through a portal in this movie himself? Damn it, he does. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he does during when that he fight. He picked up end. Tony. Man, when he oh, picked yeah. up Tony. That's true, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was so, I felt so confident. Oh, uh, so close. Oh, well. All right. Um, let's move it along. This is already a pretty long episode. Um, yeah, yeah. Anything else with these characters? Just, just finishing um, up their uh, section. Peter's a, a Avenger now. All right, Ooh, moving on. Yeah, he got yep. he got knighted. Congrats to him. Or yeah. what's what's the word? Uh, is is no. there another word? No, that's knighted. Oh, okay, cool. Knighted. Yeah. Oh, that's to him. Avengered because he's not a knight. <laughs> ah, that's he true. Does have, yes. He does have armor now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do we want to go to space or Scotland? Uh, let's go to space. Let's go talk about the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, that musical cue, Rubber Band Man, you will be hearing at the end of this episode. Uh, it's so sad. It's so sad that this is the last moment of happiness, of pure happiness that they have as a family. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I didn't think about it that way, but you're right. It's, it all goes downhill immediately as soon as they find Thor. Uh, Yep. Yeah. And I guess it's. I don't know if lucky is the right phrase, like lucky for the universe that the guardians are the one that noticed the distress signal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of adding to their, their happiness. Um, I guess like it's a, I don't know if tradition is the right word, but you have um, the patriarch of the family, star Lord there making everyone listen to his music, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I didn't realize before. Like, Oh, he just, you just made everyone listen to his music. Like it's, it's a good thing. His mom liked good music. Otherwise this yeah. could suck. <laughs> I mean, 
Is there no other music in the galaxy? Is there no music that Rocket or Drax or Gamora enjoy? <laughs> or Mantis? Exactly. Like, that was a, a thought that I had. I mean, first of all, there is other music. We see in the Guardians holiday special from this past year, 2022, that uh, there, there's that other band who... Yeah, but they're also using Earth instruments and singing, like, an Earth-style song. So I don't know <laughs> if that counts. They, well, okay. It doesn't count... That part doesn't count for what you were saying, but they're an existing band, and they were just learning the human stuff, just okay. for the sake of, hey, Christmas is coming up, and we're going to do this thing for Star Lord. Like okay. that was it. But they, I think we have to assume that they play other space music. All right, that that's fair. I, I'm willing to give that to them. Okay. Uh, so Quill is just super controlling and only wants to <laughs> listen to these, like. 30 songs. I'm assuming like 15 on the first volume and 15 on the second volume from his mom. Well, he oh, has wait, no. a Zoom now. He's got the so Zoom. He, You're right. Yeah, so he, he got some more, and there were probably some songs on there also. Um, so given the year, um, so there's probably probably a mixture of other things. Uh, I'm sure he's got some, mm-hmm. some Slipknot on there now. I hope so. Um, yeah. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, Britney. Gotta have Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be hard listening to Weird I mean, it's going to be different because he doesn't know the originals that Weird Al's parodying. But to be yeah. fair, when I was a little kid listening to it, I didn't know all the originals either. So Yeah, exactly. There are yeah. some songs that I need to look up and see if they actually are a parody or an original. Because some sometimes he does do originals, and I just am yeah. never sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are a few moments in here of just like the Guardians I thought were great. Um Mantis is like uh, putting on her mean face and just in the background. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't like one thing move part of this movie. I don't like which we're not technically there yet, but Drax being invisible, I think is stupid. <laughs> I think he really was invisible. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he, he was not there uh, when the <laughs> camera first shows up for that scene. I think he was. I think you go and back he and lost the framing. <laughs> you you can make the argument that he was. He probably was not, but I think you can make enough of an argument to to say, yeah, maybe he was. Yeah. And then he he lost the invisibility as soon as he started trying to eat the the Zark nuts. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so they pick up uh, Thor. Uh, luckily, he can live in space. We know that previously. Um, yeah, and they're all just like fawning over him. <laughs> just like he's a perfect man, which is true. Crimson Worth is a beautiful man. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue there. Um, okay, this this always just feels like an escalation of Thor's power. Like, is he the only Asgardian who lived from that explosion, or, or is that our assumption? It seemed to me that on the ship he was the last Asgardian alive. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. It looked like everyone else was dead except for Heimdall, Loki, and uh, Thor. Because I'm assuming, from what we know in Endgame, Valkyrie, like, evacuated everyone else. Okay. Well, that makes sense. All right. So they left the the fighters on the ship, pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The fighters and Loki. 
Gotcha. Okay, that makes that makes enough sense. All right, I'll take it. He was the only one left alive. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Rocket and Thor bond instantly over apparently their annoyance at Quill. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, I do one thing that I really do enjoy is when he finds out that Gamora is Thanos' daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like you think he's going to be mad, it's like families can be tough. Like, yes, Thor, you understand. Mm-hmm. You've got the most complicated family in the entire MCU. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. So far. We're not to the <laughs> X-Men yet. When we get the X-Men in there, it's going to get way worse. Oh god, yeah. That one will Alright, that'll get hard uh but yeah no i'm i so th- i know we've talked about this in the past um i don't know when or why but yeah. you know this is one of those uh one of those things where like someone finds out oh this is your family member is an evil person well now i can't trust you at all but mm-hmm. like obviously she seems to be good person and against thanos so like yes it makes perfect sense that thor would be like oh okay yeah man it's Families can suck. All right. Um. Now let's move on. They don't have to have that scene where they're fighting or something or yeah, just drama for the sake of having the drama. So I'm I'm glad also, that they moved if, past that quickly. Yeah. If Thor had to fight the Guardians, all the Guardians would be dead. That's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Rocket might have a bomb. I mean, I don't know how long it would take him to go to the box and get it, but he might have a yeah. bomb that would kill Thor. I don't know because like the ship exploded around Thor. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh god, that. <laughs> and we don't know how long he was just in there in space. It was yeah, yeah. It could have been a minute. It could have been six hours. Yeah. I don't know. Does he breathe? Does he breathe air? He I don't understand. In part two of this recording uh, that will be dropping next week, we'll talk about him literally yelling in space. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. There is stuff in space. You can make sound now. Not, not how. He is. No. Yeah, no. But... <laughs> like, yes, there is stuff in space, but he's not in a nebula. <laughs> eh, all right, fine. <laughs> he knows well, even... nebula, or he will know nebula, <laughs> but he's not in a nebula. Well, actually, fun fact, um, there's like, there's just stuff in space. So like, there is sound, but it's like, like, you don't have to be in a nebula. Like, it's just, like, the problem is, so you, you talk and, you know, there's a vibration that'll hit some particle or whatever yeah Yeah, like 30 feet away and so that'll kind of have a little bit of a sound and that'll push forward and then it'll make a sound so like i'm not describing it very well but there is enough um no and you can you can look that up online (laughs) yeah i know that uh oh okay but yeah he cannot what we see later (laughs) yes him Uh yelling to rocket is that not how it works (laughs) uh right yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. Yeah. Um Yeah, so Rocket, Groot, and uh Thor leaving the pod because literally Quill or anyone else could not stop them. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And then they go if... to Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and if they can't stop him, then they can't stop Thanos. That's not gonna work out for them. That's true. Well, they're gonna try. Because yes. they go to nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one last um, note, actually, I have well, like while we're talking about all of them on the ship. Um, I like that this movie has yet another pissing contest between two characters, uh, between Thor and Star-Lord, except Thor not really trying. 
Like no, he, no. he's mentioning, he, he has like a line here and there that kind of feels like maybe he he knows what's going on, but he just doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> so yeah, right. the are you mocking me? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he he doesn't care. Like some really bad stuff to his self-esteem will have to happen for him to care about this. So we'll talk about this at the end of Endgame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so uh, we get that scene with uh, Invisible Drax and then Gamora promising to kill. Uh, or Quill, making Quill promise to kill her, which mm-hmm. I don't think there's much to say. I mean, it's like a deep moment, but. Yeah. And then they head to nowhere. Uh where he Quill has never taught them about earth tactics. <laughs> I was wondering signals. that. <laughs> because they've been working together for I don't know how many years at this point. 3 4 years together mm-hmm. as a team. 4 years. Yeah, four, yeah about okay. yeah. Okay, all right. So in that time, they have to have done at least one sneaky mission, mm-hmm. which makes me think that he's been doing these symbols for years, and they've just never listened to him. That makes sense. But like in this situation, I feel like Gamora was like a leader of Thanos' armies. She, mm-hmm. sh- like, even if she doesn't know that signal, she should respect a signal. <laughs> Drax and yeah, Drax for, and um, Mantis, yeah, they're they're dumb. Uh, fine, that I understand. <laughs> true, yeah. Well, also in that moment, you know, Drax's whole thing—he just wants to kill Thanos, and mm. so obviously he's not going to listen to Star Lord. Um, Gamora, I don't know. I mean, her mind is racing with things. I'm, I'm sure it's harder to focus. But then again, if she knows exactly how deadly Thanos is, she should be extra focused. So maybe it just balances out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Drax is one track mine. He needs to doing the same thing he did with Ronan. Just I'm just gonna walk up and try to kill him. He got his ass kicked by Ro- Ronan. Yeah, that wasn't he, even a fight at all. Yeah. So like he he should know that Thanos is more dangerous than Ronan. Mm-hmm. He should, especially yeah, especially with two Infinity Stones. Yeah. One he knows personally. He's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The the power stone that they that they got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they this movie they dumbed down some of the Guardians. Like Drax has been dumb in Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. Uh they dumbed down uh uh Quill in this definitely too. Uh we'll talk about that in part two and part three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I think like they redeemed oh we can't talk about Gardens 3. They redeemed Rex. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh yeah, they see him uh Thanos torturing and uh, um looking for the reality stone. So Gamora takes this moment to do exactly what Thor was doing and stab him in the neck. Mm-hmm. How? Well, yeah. So uh, she cries. She stabs him. He dies. What did you think about this in the movie? Like, did you think, holy crap, they actually killed Thanos? I mean, it uh, for like a fraction of a second, yes. But then I remembered, yeah. 
there's no way this is him. Like, I don't know what it is. I did not see the, the twist coming that it was the reality stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they... Uh, but no, there, there's no way, like, we're halfway through this movie and they already killed him. Uh, unless this is one of those, like, um, the Mandarin and Aldrich Killian situations, like in Iron Man 3. But I doubted it. I, I, I didn't think that that would, would happen. Yeah. But man, that if that happened, that twist would have been crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> well, they kind of do it in Endgame, right? We expect Endgame to be about them finding Thanos and they kill him in the first 15 minutes. That's true. Yeah, spoiler alert for Endgame. But yes, yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh-huh. We can spoil then they fight him again Wolverine. at the end. Like, yeah. No, I know. But yeah. I've, sure. seen, I've seen the movie. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so the reality stone didn't work like this in Thor The Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no one was really controlling it. Yeah. I. I mean... But this isn't, like, even similar to what we saw. I mean, uh, Malekith was controlling it, right? Was At he... the end. Okay, I don't really he remember. He was using it oh. as his arms. <laughs> okay. I'll take your word for it. I mean, I I, I don't know. Um, no. Something I know from the comics is that when they're together, they're more powerful. Okay. So maybe, in a sense, he's able to do that because he has two more. And they kind of work off of each other. I don't know. Or maybe just Thanos has a better imagination than yeah. uh, than Malekith. I mean, also, I got to figure out how he turned into a stone. The yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we find maybe... out it's not... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Good. maybe um, maybe the collector did it for him. <laughs> like he knew exactly what it was, and he thought, "Oh, this will be better as a stone." Yeah, he was like I'm gonna collect them anyway, and they they all match. It's easier mm-hmm. to turn one of them into a stone than turning five of them into fluids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, so uh, they uh, he captures Gamora and gives. Uh, Quill a chance to kill him, and then apparently the bubbles are from the comics. I was just like, I have this question here, like, what's up with him and bubbles? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's something I should look up again just to be certain, but I did read that around the time this movie came out, that those are, uh, they existed in the comics, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah, and then uh, Quill tries and fails to kill her, and then he teleports away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else for with the Guardians or nowhere? Um, let's see. Uh, you know, I only have one other note. Groove. I guess such a teenager. Ugh. He really is. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's all I had. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then finally, Scotland. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so we've got. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. So we've got Wanda and Vision. Um, they're. They seem to be sneaking away for their their trips every so often and mm-hmm. i was wondering do you think everyone knows that they're doing that to get like like when vision leaves and because he, he always keeps his tracker on but when he he does he goes on one of these trips with wanda like do other people know that that's what he's doing because I, I assume i don't think they vision i don't think stark knows where vision what vision does i think okay Natasha, Steve, and um, 
uh, Sam know what Wanda's doing. Okay, that makes sense. All right, that that makes yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, yeah. So we we see them. They they start. Um, and Vision's having like some issues with the the Mind Stone in his head, but and eh, they just ignore it. I'm sure he'll be fine. And then they go out for yeah. a nice little walk. Um, mm-hmm. And so Vision is trying to propose. Right? Did I interpret that correctly? He's trying to propose to Wanda. Yeah, I, that's uh, that's okay. what I thought as well. Okay, cool. And she might have said yes. We don't know. She probably would have, but yeah. <laughs> her her response was uh, delayed by seeing the news of the attack in New York, and then subsequently mm-hmm. Vision um, being attacked, and her also just yeah. being there. So there are a lot of couples in the MCU, right? A lot of romantic mm-hmm. possibilities. Maybe it's because of WandaVision, but this is the only romantic relationship I care about in the entire Marvel. <laughs> that are, okay, that in the films and Marvel Studios stuff, Fitzsimmons will always have my heart, but oh, yes. this is my other yes. heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I'm trying to think of other relationships that we see, and I... Oh, no, I really care about MJ and Peter. <laughs> I have no, I have no way home stuck in my head. So it's like that scene, like when they split up, it's like, oh, so sad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. The the problem that I had with with that relationship was kind of a problem, same problem I have with a lot of these others, where like we see a little bit of them like together, but we don't we don't see like a journey, and so mm-hmm. I don't care. It's it's more like, hey, this scene happened. Okay, now audience, you're supposed to know that they're together. Okay, moving yeah. on. I, I and, feel like the journey was in Far From Home, though. It it was. Yeah, I just didn't think it was that strong. And and, and that's okay. why. Right, for that's for right. me, that's that's why I, I never thought it was it was that great. But but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so they're gonna stay together forever. Whether Vision's alive or not, we'll find out later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, we will. <laughs> so they have a whole fight scene, action scene, mm-hmm. some back and forth. Um, and then then they get some backup. So we see a yeah. Cap, Falcon, and Black Widow show up. Yeah. So we've got two of the str- so arguably the strongest Avengers who are on the team right now. Or mm-hmm. um, in the MCU right now, because it's a pre-Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, I know that... Uh, uh, Vision has been stabbed and he's wounded, but like Wanda can't take these guys. But the three melee fighters, where two of them aren't even super powered, are able to, <laughs> to defeat these guys. Yeah, I mean so. my my interpretation of that was they were caught off guard. Wanda mm-hmm. specifically caught off guard, um, and she had to keep looking out for Vision, and so. Is that, that that's kind of yeah. all I've got. And then she hadn't really unlocked her power as much as from when we see her later in the MCU. Yeah, that's true. So. We she just gets some bursts of power like when Vision's in mortal danger. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. But like is she's a volatile person. She's we know from WandaVision. She has a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she yes. needs therapy. Unfortunately, she Tony doesn't I that's probably not part of their healthcare plan because Tony seems yep. like strikes me as a guy who doesn't really go to therapy he talks to Bruce Banner exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's why he wanted someone with a, a doctorate on the team 
Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Uh, I I have more stuff to say, but we've been doing this for an hour and 19 minutes. So uh, <laughs> Gomorrah gets adopted by Thanos. All right. I feel like we're done with our heroes. <laughs> okay. Um, I did have a little bit for that, that oh, last okay. WandaVision okay. thing. Um, so fun fact, um, there was a draft early on where Cap doesn't show up here. He doesn't show up until the third act. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and then they realized that and thought, yeah, no, that's dumb. But they had to, so they they pulled him in here. And uh, I don't know if the other two showed up or, or not, but um, but Cap showed up here, which is cool because it was such a, a cool scene. And that that oh, fight yeah. scene is like that's what you want in a, in an Avengers film. What was my thought? Like that thirty seconds mm. right there, I thought was one of the best scenes of this film. Like oh, if, yeah. if I'm flipping through the channels or something, and I know we were close to that scene. I stay and watch because I'm, I'm yeah. I got to see that scene. It's just so good. Yeah. I mean, Cap, you got you guys have heard this a bunch of times. Cap is my favorite MCU hero. Uh, he doesn't get a lot in this movie, but what he does is pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's it for heroes, Tony. Anything else? All uh, right, no, not for heroes. All right, let's take a quick quick break for these ads because we've been paid, so we gotta we gotta read them off to you, and then we'll talk about. Uh, other things for a lot less time. Trust me. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, what do these three places have in common? Xandar, Nowhere, and Scotland. I'm they have stones there. That's right. They all have infinity stones. Maybe it's on maybe it's just <laughs> on display for all to see or maybe it's on a robot walking around. This message is brought to you by the tourism board of infinity stones where oh oh, oh I'm I'm so sorry. I I just found out that none of those places have stones anymore. Um this is a developing story so we're we're not going to go into it. I don't want to say anything uh, that could be wrong, but um, just uh, use use promo code rewind to um, you know nothing. You can't use it. No, don't use the the promo code for anything this week. All right, I was so excited to check out Xandar. Yeah, I bet you were. Oh well. All right, <laughs> let's let's move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. He destroyed Xandar. <laughs> or decimated. Yeah, 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 decimated them off camera before this movie even started. Yeah, this was another thing I heard. Like, originally it was going to start with a prologue of him invading Xandar. Mm-hmm. But I agree with their choice not to do that. It's like, they don't need it. There are no characters there we care about, except for John C. Riley. And I don't want to see him die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I never really thought about it. it. It would be cool to just start with some cool CGI battle. But yep. eh, it it's... Yeah, and then I assume they would go after Thor. I don't. I don't know how that would would work. Yeah. How they would have done it. Um, 
I but, feel like yeah. we will see that in the future. Um, they're working on a Nova TV show, and if you know mm-hmm. anything about the character Nova, uh, he is part of the Nova Corps. But what happens in the Nova Corps in the comics is like if a Nova char- Corps character dies or a member of the Nova Corps dies, their power like transfers to the rest of Nova Corps, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens in the comics? I can't remember ha- what happens. It might be Thanos, might be someone else, but. All the Nova Corps die except for him, and then he gets all the powers of all the Nova Corps, like all the strength and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would be a scene in the Nova movie, uh, because it will show the decimation of what happened to Nova Corps and how he got his powers. Yeah, so it'll be probably be a lot like the movie The One, but better. Yes, I <laughs> remember seeing that back in like two thousand or two thousand one, and you know what? Even back then, I didn't think it was good. Yeah, uh, like same. I had to, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as we know, multiverse stuff will never catch on. So, <laughs> all right. Um. So yeah. So he gets his second Infinity Sword because we talked a lot about Thanos already. So we don't have to talk a lot about this. Uh, when he gets his second Infinity Stone, he takes off his iconic armor because mm-hmm. he doesn't need it anymore. He's got power. He's got space. You don't need armor if you got space power i i guess yeah that part felt a little weird like like at first i'm like oh okay cool he's got a lot of power but like well none of those are armor i guess i don't know i mean the power stone i could say but he already had that so maybe this is one of those things where like like yes obviously these six stones have the thing the one thing that they control but you know if you're able to wield two of them at once you just also just happen to have more power around you and so you just don't need armor well, yeah, I mean, that's what Ebony Law says. Like, no creature has ever had two Infinity Stones. Yeah. Which I find that actually hard to believe. That Thanos is the first one to try to get these. Or yeah, even succeed enough to get two of them. Apparently he is. <laughs> I'm looking at the rest of Thanos stuff, and we kind of talked about him in the character stuff. Yeah, yeah, we, we've already talked a lot about him. I, I don't have any other notes to talk about him. All right. All right. Uh, moving on to the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Heimdall can just, like, summon dark energy whenever he feels like it. Well, and he only felt like it once. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, right? He he had to have that whole the, the mini speech, right? He was like, uh, hey, was it ancestors? All, yes. I forgot who it was, but he asked like to, like, all hey. fathers or something like that. Awful. Like, Yeah. Like, Odin hey, come on. Yeah, give me give me this one. I'm about to die. Just just let me summon the Bifrost one more time. That's all I need. Uh, so yeah, I guess. Okay. And th- and then he died. Uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out like why did he send him a uh, banner to the Sanctum Sanctorum? Like, do you think it's because Thor told him about Doctor Strange helping him out? So it's like, I guess this guy is a good connection. Maybe yeah, that probably would have come up. Um, he sees all though right like he's he he knows about everything does that does that mean literally everything like he can he he just know, always knows what's going on throughout the entire I, universe no i think he can see all 
I don't think he mm. does actively see all. He's like, if he oh. turns his eye somewhere, he'll be able to find them. Okay, um, all right, that makes more sense. Yeah, he was very distracted throughout uh, Thor Ragnarok. So I don't think he was That's true. Yeah, he was trying to survive <laughs> and help people get away. Okay, all right, true. Yeah. All right, anything else for guys in the chair? Um. Oh, uh, one quick note about Pepper. Yeah. Um, she, when uh, she's talking to Tony Stark, um, apparently she is able to finish his sentences, not his sandwiches. So take mm. that however you will about their relationship on if it's a good one or a bad one. That's your choice, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to weigh in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Ned had a heroic moment with his one line of dialogue. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. That trusty guy in the chair. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on, 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% the credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know, 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am groomed. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, so okay. one, um, okay, so this has bothered me for years. Um, so in that scene in Scotland where we see mm-hmm. um, uh, Wanda and Vision just walking around, uh, the little shop that where they see like the the news stuff on it has a little sign that says we will deep fry your kebab. And for years, I thought that meant does, does that mean that you could just like walk in with a kebab and they'll deep fry it? Like no, that makes no sense. So yeah. I I uh, asked a friend, someone that I do know that uh, that lives in Scotland, and as I was typing it, I realized oh you can order it deep fried. So I realized, okay, I'm stupid. But I sent the message anyway. Uh, and apparently, that's just a common thing out in Scotland. They like to, you know, just deep fry whatever, all those hole-in-the-wall kind of places. They do that. So Yeah. Fry, I hear fried food is very popular in Scotland, just in general. Makes sense. I mean, we love it here in the U.S., so obviously sure. other countries would love it too. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so there was that. The other thing I have for 12%, Tony, do you think the collector is dead? Yeah, because uh, we don't see him again in the MCU so yeah. far, right? So far, um, and he had the stone, and we do know that from uh, the What If uh, cartoon, um, if Thanos wasn't the big bad guy with a bunch of power, the Collector would be a guy with a ton of power. I mean, he he has mm-hmm. to have a ton of power just to be able to have that kind of collection anyway, but. Do you think he, he tried to fight Thanos and he got beat? And I, I don't think he's a fighter. I think I bet he capitulated very quickly. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, In the comics, aren't they like immortal beings? Him and the Grandmaster? His cousin? Something like that. I I don't really know, but I think it's something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I assume he's out there. They can never get Benicio Del Toro back. Yeah, for. True. Okay. For what? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's it. That's all I had. All right. Yeah, same here. Cool. All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this first third 
uh, or rewind of the first third of Avengers Infinity War. I know it's went a little long, but come on, it's a big movie. Like there's there's a lot that happens. Of course, we have a lot to say, and I'm sure you have a lot to say and that you want to hear us talk about. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and close out and you can uh, hear us in your ear holes in a week talking about the next section. So uh, that next section will be the middle portion of the movie. It'll be minute 54 to minute one hour and 36. So this is when uh, Team Cap uh, arriving at the Avengers compound to Thor deciding to hold, hold open the iris of uh, at uh, Nidavellir. Anyway, in the, in the meantime, please remember to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Uh, and uh, anyway, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Hey,